Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That's right. We are going through Beamaz and Beamer together for almost an entire week now on WBEN. That's right. A day away. Love to hear it. Love to hear it, Joe. All right. We got to get, we got so much to cover, Joe. Oh. Um, So I don't know if you saw this. Ryan Reynolds um, was, uh, had to, he filmed his, uh, he had his first colonoscopy. Said doctors actually made a life saving. A potentially life-saving discovery that you know discovered a small polyp and got it out there. That's right, and filmed it. Yeah, so they filmed it. Yes. Now, do you do you know why they uh, he lost a bet with a friend? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm. This is actually one of the shows I'm. You know, watching quote unquote. I've watched like two episodes a week and a half ago. Um, but you know, I'll get to the rest of the. He along with uh, Rob McElhenney, they bought a. Like a low division soccer team in Wales, in right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Welsh team, Wrexham. They were the ones who booed the uh, moment of silence for the Queen. That's right. The other day, um, not Ryan Reynolds. No, that's the, the fan he owns. Yes, the Wells. The uh, Welsh don't really. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> they had a uh, some sort of bet that the uh, loser had to have their colonoscopy filmed. All They're right. both like the same age. Fair bet. So. Healthy What's our bet, bet going to be? Yeah. Which one of us is going to film it, Joe? <laughs> oh. Just give me the idea. I mean, one of us is have we have to do this. Yeah. What's, what's the, the bet going to be? Yeah, what's the game going to be? I, mean, I don't I don't know. We have to figure it out. Something okay. over a period of time we'll bet and Yeah, I don't think we should rush to this bet. Cuz it'll be a while before I need it. Yes. So But just to put the bug in your ear. I'm I'm all for this bet. It'll uh, make for a great show someday. Yeah, Facebook Live. <laughs> So just this uh, was this was on tape. Ours will be live. Yeah. <laughs> um, I this happened shortly after I went off the air. Um, after we went off the air, actually at uh, ten. Um, but Jazz Brizak, who's been on our uh, program before in the morning, uh, one of the leaders of the labor movement, the union push at Starbucks locally here in Buffalo. Now, Joe, I I want to say again, we've talked about this a lot of times here on the show beforehand uh the you know, union push and starbucks i want to say again reiterate that you know okay good for you like i i am in no way one of these people who would you know ever be against somebody trying to do you know what's best for them in their profession you know if, if you feel you want to organize that's the way for it go ahead you know support you we'll see how it all plays out at the end you have the right to organize let's go um, but tell me this doesn't sound like 
uh, a modern, I'm going to sound like such an old person, like a modern, um, you know, just wants to be viral on whatever TikTok, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's like the goal of everybody now is like yes. some sort of minor celebrity. Everyone wants to be uh, famous or like is putting their own importance above uh, what it's all about know, the clicks is actually uh, she did something that I've done before uh, changed her scheduling requests with Starbucks. So Starbucks said it was trying to balance. Um, she resigned from Starbucks, by okay. the way. I, I don't think I mentioned that. So she resigned yesterday. Um, they said that it was just impossible to continue employment. The company has made it impossible. So Starbucks said that uh, they tried to balance Brzezak's scheduling request with the store's staffing needs. Uh, Brzezak was originally working around 20 hours a week until May when she told the store she was only available for six and a half hours one day a week. So that's – which, again, I've done that before to jobs. Like, hey – uh, it, it, this is what it would be like. I'm available only Thursdays between noon and six thirty. <laughs> that's a, the only time I can work. Like that's and hey, I gotta say it's that type of job. I've done it before. Yes, I've done it before. Sometimes they say, "All right, you know, whatever. We'll see how many hours you get." Other times they say, "Well, get lost." Yeah, uh, and then you go. That's not the like wild part of the story to me. The crazy part is somebody who had a job that is. One day a week, six and a half hours, felt that the resignation was so important you had to write a letter and share it with the Associated Press. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like, that is, again, the union movement, okay, go for it. Like, that's great for anybody who wants to do what they can, push for a uh, you know, better working environment for themselves, for others, but there is just something about. It's like modern sensibilities of like I it's this idea of self-importance. Like we hear this all the time on uh, the Internet. People make fun of people for believing like they're the main character of the universe to have a job where you're working six hours a week and quitting the job yeah. and feeling that. All right. I've quit. The press needs to know about this. Um <laughs> Here, send this to the editor, please. <laughs> that looks to be more of like a, a text quit, right? Like, hey, I know I've lowered my hours. The time has come. Writing's on the wall. Or, I mean, it's one day a week. You just don't show up. Yeah, you I guess. See you. You, you don't show up to the to one day again. that you're, yeah. That's, uh, that's the the real, uh, you know, silent quitting or whatever they're uh, Quiet they're quitting. Quiet quitting yeah. is just <laughs> never showing up. Uh, that would be what quiet quitting real is. But that's what I had. Uh, I was <laughs> when I kind of put the two things together. You know, the story you can read it over at wben.com starts with um, the <laughs> her a letter to her manager, which Brzezak shared with the Associated Press. Um, you know, and then going down and seeing it was one day a week, six and a half hours at a coffee shop. Right, that, that is the resignation you're sharing. With the national media, probably more. It just, it just seems weird to me. More than a resignation again, let's be supporting the. Uh, uh, I, you know, I have said it many times before. Support, yeah, you got the right to organize. Let's this is go. Let's we, go. We, we've done, yeah, we've we've done that show. That was um, one of the, the one of the uh, the more back and forth. You know, uh, we had different opinions on that show. Yeah, which is nice. You know who else has different opinions? Uh oh, Giselle and Tom Brady. Do but they? It all, it all comes down to work. Joe, I'm going to do something that I don't like doing. Uh oh. Very, very popular to do in the media. 
but I I try and refrain from it because I don't think it's good, but I'm going to take a stab at it here, and that is to tell you what two people who I've never spoken to before in my life are thinking inside their head. Okay. That, it's a very popular thing to do, right? Um, but Not for you, though. It is. Uh, I, I try to stay away, but I'm going to take a stab at it right now. Giselle and uh, Tom Brady. Yes. If you've been reading the tabloids, um, you know that there might be trouble in paradise. Is this getting more tabloid news than the Queen, than the royal family in America? They are the royal family in America. There you go. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned. But basically, the stories, what they're coming down to is, you know, Tom Brady, he retired and then unretired like a week later over the offseason. And the tabloid story is that his wife, Giselle, the supermodel, is very disappointed in that. Now there's trouble in paradise all revolving around this. And she actually gave an interview. Um, and I'm reading this on a website. I don't know where the – oh, it's L Magazine. Okay. Because I was said this has been everywhere on the internet. I don't know where the original source is. You want to give proper credit to yes. the original source? Elle Magazine. And this is the quote she gave about Brady's decision to come out of retirement. She said, quote, obviously I have my concerns. It's a very violent sport. And I have my children. I'd like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. Tom Brady, um, you know, he kind of sounds like somebody who's ready to retire um, in recent interviews he's given. Yes. Um, talking about all the things he's missed. But here's the part where I tell you what everybody is thinking and uh, what their real uh, thing is. So Dr. Phil, uh, Dr. Bemass here on uh, WBEN, <laughs> even though I don't like doing this. To me, this reads as something that I think plays out all across western New York where two people have two very different ideas about work and its role in their lives. Now, Giselle, from her quote, this is what I'm getting from her. It's basically her saying, look, we have enough money. You've worked for a long time. You don't have anything left to prove for sure. You don't have to work. Come home and just enjoy yourself. Spend time with the family. Do something like that. Why would you go in and work and grind every day weekend when you clearly do not have to? Right. You are set for life. I am set for The whole family is set for life. Our kids are set for life. We're fine. Why would you continue to push yourself through that? Now you get to the other. Obviously, for Tom Brady... Money is not his motivation for working. Right. Because if it was, he would have retired a long time ago. <laughs> He's old for an NFL player. Uh, but even with that, I mean, if money was your motivation working, you only need to go buy one contract. If money was your motivation for working, the second you married the supermodel who's richer than you. You'd retire. You would be able to retire. <laughs> yeah. He obviously has another motivation, a strong professional motivation for keeping going that he values work in his life as something more than just getting paid and i think joe that that's something that is playing out all across western new york not just in relationships but just kind of amidst everybody on a day-to-day -day basis what role does work play in your life here you have a relationship 
where two people, I think, have very different viewpoints of what it should be. Yes. I wonder if that's what it's like in your house. Uh, let us know. 803-0930 to join us this morning on WBEN. 803-0930. You can give us a call or send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. But it's it's a good question about how you view your career or job or whatever it is that you do for work. Is it something that you do to find fulfillment through the job itself? Or is it simply a means to have the money to enjoy the part of your life that you like? Yeah, I think it can be both too. It can be something that you enjoy doing, but also helps fund your life. Well, yeah, but I I think if you enjoy doing it, give me an example of that. Because it's one or the other, right? Like if you won the lottery tomorrow, I mean, there's the question, like Mega Millions. If you win Mega Millions, are you showing up to work the next day? I will still be here the next day, yes. I would quit my second job. <laughs> but, but like, I, I would be here. I, I I like what I do. I like the people I work with. I mean, I don't really consider this much of a job. That probably tells you how much I do. Uh, but you know, I I I love what I do as as a job. And if I, you know, luckily had enough money that I could retire, I'm not sure I would. I I really enjoy what I do, and I think that's Tom Brady's. He loves what he does. He loves being on the football field. And I think to him, the idea of turning on a TV and seeing a league where he's not part of it is is upsetting to him. I don't think that it has to be that you love what you do. I think it, it, it has to do with uh, fulfillment, too. Like, that can be the case, right? If you really enjoy doing your job every day. Right. I'm trying to think of what that is. If I, um, hmm, like if you are like the, uh, the person who stands around and exhibit at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. And like if somebody has a question about this guitar and you love talking about it, that might be something you do even if you have all the money in the world. Like if you really like it. Like it's your hobby to keep going. Uh, And and there is like that part of it. I think there's also like a a drive part of it that you are not happy in life. If Maybe it's not the work itself, the job itself, but it's doing that. It's being pushed by something. Um, It is constantly being at something trying to accomplish a goal that makes you happy in the end Do you not think- necessarily the workplace or the job but that feeling that you need to be at work at something rather than you know as Giselle would like Tom Brady chilling out realizing you don't need to work for the money maybe a sense of worth at, at your place or a, a sense of like you said, sense of drive. I mean, you have people that retire at a young age or retire right at the age that they retire, and they feel, you know, they, they go, and they're not Tom Brady, uh, and they go through, you know, six months, and they realize, you know, I have nothing to do. My life is boring. I feel like my, my life has no worth, no direction. They go back to work. Uh, you hear people doing this all the time. Uh, not really at 65, but people who retire early, um, and, and they need something to do. They don't want to just sit around all day, and that's what I mean by sense of worth. You know, having something to do, having somewhere to be where people depend on you. I See, but I would put a distinction on that. Like, I think that's just being bored. Like, you, you want to fill up your time with something. True. Not necessarily, not everybody is going back because they feel like you have to be doing something that's worth 
That's true. That's anything true. to somebody. Yeah. Um, I was tying this together, reading something by uh, Derek Thompson. He writes in the Atlantic, and he was saying, you know, career advice he finds is usually trash because it's always like, hey, these are the things I did to be successful. Like it's way too personal. Uh, and he says that no autobiography is a good career blueprint for anybody because everybody is different. But he's, he was sharing what he thought was, uh, you know, maybe a different take at career advice. And one of these things was uh, relating to what we're talking about. He said, you should be ruthlessly honest with yourself about what you value and how much professional success matters to you. And he said something else similar in this, which is don't do the job you want to tell other people you do, do the job you want to do. And I take that, you know, to mean basically that like, listen, there are a lot of unglamorous jobs or jobs that are just something you can kind of plug in and plug out. But if your goal at work is to just put food on the table and you don't really care about professional success or advancing in the workplace or anything like that, his argument here is there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you have a different taste in how you view things. And that being said, you should attack a job differently than somebody who's looking to advance, like who wants to have that hunger at work. Right. You might get more fulfillment at home than you do at work. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just two different people. Can those people coexist together in the same house? I don't know. Giselle and Tom Brady might be putting that to the test. Mark in Niagara Falls, you're on WBEN. Mark, what's going on? Well, yeah, let me get off the speakerphone. That's all right, Mark. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's the thought. You've reached the top of your game at age 77. You're better than anybody in your field, which is kind of a parallel to Tom Brady, who I personally can't stand. However, that being said, think about the loss in the workplace of all of those people that have developed a specific skill and they wish to pass on what they've learned from uh, thousands of other people. So they you pass that on. I'm, I'm going to you take value in that of almost being now like a mentor teacher type of person in the workplace. Absolutely. I, what do you say to people, Mark, then, who, because I think that that's awesome, but I also think it's perfectly fine if you're the person who says, hey, I've got everything I need out of work, I'm able to retire, and I don't care (laughs) about what uh, happens to my old workplace after I'm gone. I'm done. Well, I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, I think it takes a special person to think beyond right now or beyond next week where I'm going on vacation or what's my next uh, toy I'm going to buy. Yeah, there's something to that, Mark. It's two different sets of people. Thank you for the call. Two different sets of people, too. I think that it was like perfectly on display when I was looking at that uh, quote from Tom, Mrs. Brady. Uh, over uh, online the other day of she sees it clearly to me as 
there's no reason to keep doing this. Right. Work and, is just for money. And once you've made that money, come home. Yeah. Spend time with your family. There's uh, there. She values all those things that are outside the workplace. And obviously, because he was on the field Sunday night, Tom Brady. And it's not just about being on the field. It's about being at practice, doing all these things. Basically, for the whole football season, you're not seeing this guy. Right. He values what he's doing for his job of the challenge that his job faces uh, gives him more than, and that means more to him more than what he would get at home. Which, again, if I'm going to put on my relationship hat for a moment, I feel like that's not great for the home life. <laughs> no. Do you think these problems resolve, uh, uh, Doctor Doctor Bemaz? Do you think these problems resolve? Once he does retire, or is this the kind of thing that's going to linger because, hey, remember that time you unretired? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out, and I want to know if anyone has good insight in that. Can these two attitudes coexist at home? Like, could you and a spouse have completely different attitudes on that? And maybe you can, and it complements each other. Or if you are both working, one is very, you know, their head is in their work, they're laser focused on that, and the other is that work light turns off the <laughs> Five moment. o'clock, boom. Yeah, and they are walking through the door and they're totally focused, not on what they're doing in the office, but they're focused on what's going on right in front of them. I, can that coexist? I don't know. I don't know if that's an easy answer. Um, I don't know if people... Have any ideas on that? 803-0930 to join us here on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That's right. We are back here. Joe, uh, Roger Federer retired. Yes, he did. The end of an era as Roger Federer and Serena Williams have both retired from tennis. See, uh, I was asking you. I have no idea. Is he like the best tennis player ever? I, I mean, when he was playing, he was the best. But you have Novak Djokovic, who has surpassed him in I mean, the last few years. Federer has not been playing. Um, you know, he's been injured. He's been recovering. Uh, Djokovic and Nadal, who are five or six years younger, um, they've already passed him in Grand Slams. But I'll tell you this. Roger Federer was so much fun to watch in the early to mid-2000s. And um, he and Serena were such a gift to tennis. What about Sampras? Is, he, is that just old news? I mean, for his time, was a great tennis player. Won 14 Grand Slams, which at the time was a huge number. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if that means that we're seeing such better tennis players, or is the rest of the field just that bad that you have guys easily getting 22, 23 grand don't slams? Don't ask me, Joe. Don't ask. I, f- I found myself in a you situation yesterday, uh, where like you, you yesterday asked me, um, or you said, you know, who is the the starting pitcher for the Syracuse Mets oh. yesterday or whatever? <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you even talking about? And I'm like. Yesterday, I was like you. All I wanted to talk about is, like, did you see Erling Holland's goal in the Champions League? Like, it was this most amazing thing. But, like, knowing well, nobody cares. World. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you see that? Hey, did you see the uniforms the U.S. will be wearing in the World Cup? Like, you got no, the, no, no one did. You got the look you always give me <laughs> yeah. in uh, in the summer when I bring up, hey, did you see what the Mets did yeah. last night? It's <laughs> not so, like I was like, oh, this is this is uh, this is the moment here. San Francisco, you know, people will be, you know, they'll tweet something at him, right? It won't be anything like the Queen. The Queen, it, does it say something about our society, Joe? That, you know, the queen has passed. The queen is dead. Um, And people are lining up for blocks and blocks along streets in London, waiting eight hours just to walk by her coffin. Six-sider. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, By the way, a coffin, not a casket. Well, maybe a casket is all-encompassing. I'm not sure, but it's a six-sided coffin. Um, They're waiting hours to walk by and do that. It, does it say something about our society here in the U.S.? I can't think of a single person. You know, we had this discussion about the Queen. I can't think of a single person who people would do that for here. But people would absolutely do that all over the country for a PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like The new PlayStation, the new Xbox. It's like a Star Wars movie yes. comes out. They'll wait eight hours. Like, any death at all, nobody is. No, I mean, it's, it's, it just shows the... Absolute respect people had for Queen Elizabeth. I wish there was a live camera. I was going to ask you this earlier. There is. On the casket? Yeah. You can watch the people? Yeah. I got to find it. this camera. Yeah. and But, like, it's no one. It's eight hours, and it's just constantly moving. No one's stopping. It's just they are – it's like they're on a conveyor belt. Like, you don't stop by it. No you one's just taking move. a selfie with so, the casket? No. So that's amazing that it's, like, eight hours, and you can just – I wonder there. if – 
anyone from America, and I don't mean politicians, I don't mean the president, if anyone from America was moved so much to fly over there and stand in that I did line. see a photo of um, somebody in a Bill shirt being interviewed. Are you serious? Outside, of, yes. Um, of I'm course. one of the uh, national... I don't, I don't know what station was on, but definitely people, millions from across the world are going to London right now. It's why they need to, all their but police and everything. My aunt and uncle are there on a previously planned trip, but they were talking about the things that have been canceled because as we've been talking about, you know, the, the morning uh, continues in England. I wonder if since some of the events have been canceled, they got themselves in line. I'll have to ask them when they get back. <laughs> got eight hours to, I mean, I, that's you might. <laughs> nothing else to do. Um, anyways, we've been talking about the workplace here on uh, WBEN. 803-0930 to uh, join us. Uh, either give us a call, send us a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And how you view your work-life balance. I, you know, it's funny. We were talking about this because of what I saw from Giselle, Mrs. Brady. Uh, Giselle, the supermodel, married to Tom Brady, who uh, the tabloids say there's trouble in paradise because – Tom Brady went back to work. Yes. And the whole thing, she's giving interviews uh, with some of these tabloids, and it sounds like her position is that why, you know, to my husband, why are you continuing to work and pour yourself into your job? And it almost it doesn't even matter that it's as an NFL quarterback. Why are you continuing to do this if we have – enough money for the rest of our lives like you don't have any financial reason to work come back home and it seems like tom brady has the opposite uh even though there's no financial desire to work there are things left to prove there's something about the job that keeps him going back now i don't know what that is i i don't know if it's just the enjoyment day to day of that like focus and grind and pushing yourself. I don't know if there's a desire to be known as like the greatest of all time, no doubt, like have to go back and win one more Super Bowl. I, I don't know what that desire is, but obviously it's not the monetary desire. Could it be just to feel younger? Could that be a, a thing? I'm 45 playing in the NFL. With- you can't imagine yourself as somebody under 50 retired. Maybe that's it. You know? I mean, he's four years older than Roger, who just retired 30 minutes ago. Uh, you know, He's he's older than Federer? Yes. By oh. four years. Yeah. I, I thought Federer was old. Yeah, well. <laughs> he's been around for forever. Right, exactly. Uh, but, I, but, you know, that's something I was thinking of during the break. Maybe it's it's something that we haven't hit on. It's just feeling younger. The, the importance of feeling younger. And when he's on the field... He, um, he he doesn't feel like the old man because, hey, he is still competing at a high level um, in the NFL and one of the most demanding sports out there. I feel like it's a tough question for a lot of people to answer. And I think that's exemplified by something we just got in our inbox a few minutes ago. A July survey by an online job site, Flex Jobs, found that nearly two-thirds of respondents would take a pay cut to improve their work-life balance. Oh. Which you look at that on the surface and you think, huh, you know, I could see that. That might make sense. I don't think a lot of people have that option. To me, those are confused people. Because if you're in the situation, right, where you're going to take a pay cut 
to spend less time at work, like you already had that option, didn't yes. you? Yeah. You could have not advanced or have had a less demanding role at work that would have paid less money, but would have also given you that opportunity to turn it off, um, you know, much more easier than you might have now. If you're saying that my work-life balance is so out of whack, I spend too much time at work, I would take less money to do that. I mean, anyone who's saying that, you could probably walk into your boss's office right now and say... I I want a demotion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you please demote me, right? Am I, like, crazy on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know... Again, I can't relate to people who say that they spend too much time at work, that they're overworked. I mean, we're, we're out of here pretty early, Brian. Uh, we're in here pretty early. Th- that's true. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I can't relate um, to that. My but- neighbors yesterday were going out as I was going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got an important work text after I'd fallen asleep. That's how early uh, our, our days are. But, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that would be the thing if you've, Uh, And I think that's the opposite of Tom Brady, right? That's someone who's worked their way to an important position and find it too demanding. Tom Brady's like, what? this isn't demanding enough. I need to stay and show how how superior I am. You're talking about people who say, I didn't want all this work. I'll go back. I'll go back. Yeah. Put me in the cubicle. Get me out of the office. I'll go back. People thrive off of a high-pressure, demanding environment. Yeah. For some people, that is it. Like, that is fulfillment but it's not for everybody and you know going back to an article that i uh, was bringing up before you have to be honest with yourself about what you value if professional success matters to you and it's not like one side is right over the other no it's just a matter of figuring out where you stand and being stuck in the middle is a very difficult situation, whether that's you're personally stuck in the middle, you don't know quite where you fit in this, you don't know if you want to keep advancing in the workplace, if you want to put in long hours, or if you'd rather just be content with where you are and with that, with the pay that you have. Or maybe it's between two spouses. One is looking at work one way, the other has the opposite opinion. Yeah, And, you know, obviously uh, Giselle gave an interview, didn't really go in depth with the whole thing. Um, I mean, you know where she feels, but you also wonder if she if she feels, you know, 10 years from now, how will Tom's, Tom Brady's children look back saying, oh, you decided to go back to work, do all this, and spend less time with us. Maybe that's another one of her fears. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Again, that's out of my uh, <laughs> my range of knowledge. I like, again, uh, somebody texted in uh, to 803 There's a big difference between a job and a career. Yes. Leaving a career after a lifetime of effort is a difficult thing for some people. Leaving a job is easy to walk away that's from. That's a good point. So you think that's, I think it's, uh, you're kind of, a job and a career is a label that you put on something. Right, but there in are, my eyes. There are people who will say that they have a career. They have something that they've aspired to do and they will become the best at it. You have other people, I think in 2022, maybe even a majority of people who have a job. This is this is what right, but there I, I, I think put, what the the attitude behind the person who texted that in is making the difference between jobs and careers. 
right? So, Where like somebody who works at, you know, we were talking about Starbucks the other day. Like yes. a lot of times people would say that's a job. And if you work at as an office at some big company, now you have a career. I don't think that's it. I think no. you can be a CEO with a job. I, I completely agree. But I think there are people, Tom Brady's career has been his life, right? I think the, the Texas point is, or is at least this is how I, I read it. Tom Brady's career has been his life for as long as he's known, right? Is being a football player, uh, you know, uh, peewee, high school, college, professionals. That's been his career. And he has become one of the, you know, iconic, legendary figures in his career, as much as that pains us to say. I think if someone works a job like that, something they've always wanted to do, something they've, they've put their heart into, that's a career, right? A CEO, you know, say you know, they knew someone in high places and they worked their way up there. That's just a job. They don't care if they leave tomorrow. It hasn't been something that they've put their heart into. They're there. That's a job. I, I think that's the difference. A, a job is something that, hey, I have to be here. I need the paycheck. Um, you know, a career, yes, it starts off like that, but I think it becomes something that is, is part of your life, something that you love, and, and something that it, it is more difficult to walk away from something that you have put so much of your time, effort, and life into. But it, it, I think that can span whatever putting effort and time you can put effort and time into anything and have that example right I, the the way that's described so often is like a clear line between jobs and careers and people look at it differently and i don't think there's anything wrong with that you have people who are trying to organize at starbucks and other restaurants who will say that i want this to be my career right and that's a mindset. And that's not, you know, that's a, there's a right way or a wrong way to look at it. That is their mindset toward that job. There's a lot of people who look at that as just a job. You go into a big company, you have people who can be sitting right next to each other doing the exact same job. For one person, it's their job, which doesn't mean you're putting less effort into it or that it was any harder for you to get to that part, but it is kind of your personal taste as to whether or not that's a job or a career that well, yeah. you are making kind of uh, more of a part of you than something else in your life. Yeah, that that's that's more on you than the job description. Yeah, the job description, like you said, two people can view uh, a, a, what they're doing completely different. Kathy in South Buffalo, you're on WBEN. All right, Kathy, what do you think? Can people uh, who have different mindsets coexist? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But Tom Brady is like a like. Did you ever watch Freddie Mercury when he's on stage? When he was on stage, and and the crowd would applaud. He just glowed. And Tom Brady runs under the field with a ear to ear smile. I mean, he's a wonderful player. He really is. He's the best. But Josh Allen is is good, or almost as good. And he comes on the field, he smiles a little, and then he becomes serious. But Brady, like, is, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm wonderful. And he, he, he's like, he turns you off after a while. Kathy, I appreciate the call, and you're hitting on I, I don't know if, hmm, it would take me a long time to decipher between the two if there really is a difference between their pregame smiles. Uh, but it does hit on the point that we were mentioning earlier. It's from, you know, that same Atlantic article where it, uh, one of the career advices, uh, pieces of advice that he gave was don't do the job you want to tell other people you do. Do the job you want to do. And I do think that plays into 
some of this just a little bit. Ego? Where it, It's an ego thing, or it might be like it, it's not that far off from when we talk about student loans, about how it's something you've been told all your life. How many people are told all their lives that, oh, you don't want to be the garbage man, right? But I mean, how many people out there would be perfectly happy being a garbage man? Yeah. Pays good. I was just going to say. Good hours. Good great job. benefits. Yeah. Get holidays off. Weekends off. It's um, And I, there's a lot of people out there who would prefer to do anything with their hands when you're in motion, and that is happiness at work. Yeah. Uh, to just like be doing something, you're able to kind of get lost in what you're doing. You can do it, and then go home at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of like part of this sentiment that you know so many people are told off by that, or you want to do something that's big and impressive. You can say you know in front of a big group of people like, "Well, I'm the," I don't know. What jobs do people have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm the C E H of the. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you want to have some sort of title or you know some big, important-sounding job. And I think the people who are maybe best off and are happiest are the ones who realize that. Listen, I, I, I need to do what's best for me, and it doesn't really matter what other people think about it. Right. And by the way, garbage uh, garbage man can also work their way up. That can be a career. You know, talking about that mindset again. Some people might view that as just a job, but you can work your way up within the department. Yeah, but uh, you can have a career of, you know, just you could stay in the same place your entire time, have a career if that's if that's what you want to do. Perfectly it's all on you. Happy about it and it pays the bills and that's all you're looking for. I mean, I don't think that's a, a bad mindset. I don't I I like the idea of being a garbage man. I could never be the steamroller or anyone who works in a highway crew with that lays down blacktop. No. Or seals pavement or anything like that. No. The smell is just I can if I'm out running, I can smell it from a mile away. Yeah, I'm just I'm not gives me a headache. I'm like, not good at stuff like that. Like I would screw up the job instantly. The job part I think is not bad. Yeah, you can do the job. The conditions of the job, yeah. like the smell. I mean, the heat and stuff that you're out there, it's like hot and crazy. But the smell, more than anything, I wouldn't be able to handle. No, I get that. I just, you know, it's one job I think I could never do. I would never be a crocodile hunter. No. I would never be a person who lays down the blacktop. Um, Beside that, give me a yeah. call. Yeah. Feeding the stingrays at the aquarium, no. Really? Yeah, just not hmm. not for me. I'd rather feed the stingrays than feed the alligators. Most wildlife things. I'm just not all that. Yeah. I'm not into critters, bats, as we went over I mean, on I'm the not, show before. I'm not into those things. I'm just saying I, I could feed a stingray, I think. I don't want to try. I'm just saying. Feed it, and then someone wants you to pet it. Oh, yeah, no. Right? Yeah, no. Like, yeah, it's just not for me. Before we get out of here, we talked about Tom Brady all show. Um, did you hear the news that he uh, didn't shake Ryan Fitzpatrick's hand after the comeback game? Oh, yeah, I listened to that. You know, I was, uh, it's funny. I listened, Ryan Fitzpatrick's on the uh, call of the new Amazon Thursday night games, and he was. I was listening to a podcast, that podcast, uh, and he was giving the interview. And I forget how much, like, his voice is just so likable. Yes. He's just, it doesn't match what you see. 
right? And like what you, he's just got this normal guy voice and demeanor that every time you listen to him, you love. Like it's just no wonder why he's still so popular here, even though those seasons were like some of the most crushing seasons oh, <laughs> to be a Bills fan. Especially those you still hot love starts. the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Love, like, love no one else is gonna have that that Ryan Fitzpatrick has. No, I mean in those seasons. I call them seasons of losing. I mean, but they were. Those seasons of losing, I think Fitzpatrick is a fan favorite and will always be welcomed back to Buffalo with open arms. Absolutely. But it's it's more on him than it yeah. is anything he oh, did yeah. on the field, I yeah. think. He's just a nice guy. Seems cool. And he beat Brady at a time where the Bills weren't beating Brady. One of the few. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be back here Friday edition tomorrow, but don't touch that dial. David Bellavia is up for the next four hours here on News Radio 930 WBEN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.